Another San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone. We've got the highs, we've got the lows, we've got everything in between. And this week, we are talking all about the Comic-Con hangover on the Comic-Con Con Guy Prep Show. Or the other way around, Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. Coming at you. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's The Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. All right, thank you for being with us this week. We've got a full house again. It sounds like I've been drinking there. I really have not. It's just a very late night right now, and it's been a long, long, busy week at Comic-Con. So this week, this is Jim, managing editor of The Con Guy, and uh, one of the hosts here on The, the Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. It's just a lot of... Ca -ca 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 -ca. It's so, true. <laughs> it is written all around us, but... You can find me at us, so. Con Guy Jim on Twitter, or you can also find me at The Con Guy dot com on twitter hey guys i'm elena jordan you can find me on twitter at elena jordan and on instagram at that elena jordan girl hi i'm derek sams you can find me at con guy derek on twitter and i'm luke cheeseman i'm the social media director of the con guy.com and my twitter is at con guy luke you can also search cheeseman and we got a friend here today. Hello, everyone. Tim Scott, um, timscottfilms.com, basically. And uh, I'm here because this was my first Comic-Con convention ever. Yes. Awesome. We were, we were super pick. stoked to bring Tim this year. Um, you know, because every year you try, I, I always try to bring new people to, to the cons, and sometimes they're duds, sometimes not so much. But Tim was quite, quite an adventure this year. Tim was out of the room before anybody else out in the morning he was the last one back at night and he really took a full advantage of the convention so Tim, job, we, i can't wait can't wait to hear what tim thought of the convention this year so we are going to um this week we are just going to wrap up the san diego comic-con um it was a an exciting week it was a very very hot week it was a busy week and we are everyone here is just exhausted still it was like two weeks ago but um we got a lot to talk about, but first, Derek, why don't you run down the bulletin board for us? Yeah, we got a few things, several things coming up this weekend, actually. There's Scarole Pasadena, which we had the founder here before. That's mm -hmm. a nice horror convention nearby. Wizard World Orlando is August 5th and 7th, and then Tampa Bay Comic Con is also August 5th or 7th. So, two things happening in Florida, if you're down that way. And then, also in Pasadena, the next weekend, August 12th through 14th, Power Morphicon. Lots and lots of Power Rangers stuff. Should be fun. We're hoping to send somebody there. Yeah, well, we'll be yeah. covering uh, Power Morphicon. I think we're going to be doing an interview with somebody to um, help us get some perspective on what's going on down there. Yeah, that'll be fun. Go, go to <laughs> Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> then let's see. August 20th, 21st, Pensacola Comic Convention. And then finally on September 2nd through 6th, Dragon Con Atlanta, which apparently is huge. And our buddy Tom Parham, who's been here on the podcast before, is going to go check that out for us. Not apparently, uh, Elena. You. It's insane. It's amazing. Yeah, you, it's one of your home conventions, right? Yeah. That's it's my favorite. Mm -hmm. so. I shouldn't say apparently. I think yeah. it's just you know. It's it, I hear it's huge. It's one of the longest it's, running it's, as well. Yeah, yeah. So th I can't. I, I don't know. I'm, I would love to get down there. That's uh, Labor Day weekend this year, I think. Right? Yeah, Labor yeah, Day weekend. Yeah, they always do it Labor Day weekend. I like it because they have the Comic Con parade. They have a parade through uh, downtown Atlanta to kick off the convention. Well, that sounds. It's fun. really awesome. a, a big deal. Mm -hmm. And you're right there close to where they film Walking Dead, too. Mm -hmm. And they have the best cosplay there. Like, it's it's insane. Uh -huh. The best that you will see anywhere. Thomas, who's on than, the show, says the same thing. Yeah. Says the same thing, yeah. Even yeah. more than STCC. It's insane. And then, let's see. Right after that, there's Amazing Houston Comic Con on September 9th through 11th. And, Elena, I assume you're going... 
I will be there. I'm very excited about that one. Nice. That'll be really fun. So <laughs> another amazing con. And, and I know Emma's planning to go as well. Yes. Yeah. And then we have another one uh, in October, Hawaii. There's a special uh, edition, October 8th and 9th. What does so. that mean? Because you guys just went to Hawaii. So this is, uh, we're going to start making the cons permanently in August, mm -hmm. but we didn't want to wait a whole like, year <laughs> before we came back. So we're doing a special edition in October that is going to be really awesome. It's going to be a two-day convention. So yeah? that one will be really, really cool. I'm going to get to one of those. I tell you what, that, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, so any is there anything else on the bulletin board? Uh, that's all we've got on this list. Again, right. we want to remind everybody there are probably about 20 other conventions happening between now and three weeks from now. And we just try to, like, you know, give you a highlight of uh, some of the bigger ones around the area. It looks like Florida is having a whole bunch of conventions here in the next <laughs> yeah. couple of weeks. So they are drowning in riches over there. Um, so this is what we're doing this week. We just have uh, completed San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, wait. A call-out. I want to do a shout-out. Of course, to Mad Max. Mad Max, we got one of your buddies here on the couch this week. Tim, say hi to Mad Max this week. Hey, Max. <laughs> a little bit more energy, man. I hope you see Furiosa again. <laughs> All right, and different Max. And Kathy, I hope you're watching tonight as well. So uh, I told you I would say hello to you. All right, guys. Um, we're, what we're going to do this week is we are going to cover Comic-Con. We are going to cover it from top to bottom, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between, just like we said. And I think this was, a, uh, for the most part, a pretty good year. But there was some, some stuff that wasn't so great that we will talk about that as well. But two things. of um, We don't have tons of news this week. Um, we do know that San Diego Comic-Con 2017, we might as well throw it out there, is July 20th through 23rd next year. Um, get your tickets now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody's already getting, uh, I, I was reading online, people are already getting their hotels for next year, and I didn't know you could do that, so I'm going to wow. see if oh, I can I you could do that. I didn't know you could do that, so I'm going to try to find oh, out how that's ooh, happening. Yeah. And then preview night on um, July 19th, Wednesday. This was my first year ever staying downtown, and let me tell you, what a difference staying downtown makes. What did you guys think about that? That's awesome. Yeah. Such a blessing. Tim has nothing to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any comparison, but I thought it was lovely. All right. So what we're going to do first, we're going to uh, kind of split this up a little bit. We'll talk about the, the cosplay, and, and a bunch of people in the room here cosplayed quite a bit at the convention. We're also going to talk about the panels, you know, like our favorite panels that we saw. We're going to talk about the convention floor and kind of the stuff that we were able to get on the convention floor. And we're also going to talk about... Um, Panels, cosplay, convention floor, and the parties and offsites. And Queen of the Parties is right here with us, so <laughs> she's she's got a lot to share as well. So let's go ahead and get started. Hey, Luke, Cheeseman on the couch. You were really heavy into the cosplay this year. You had how many outfits? Five? I did four. Four? I thought you had yeah. five. Well, I did the same one twice, two different days. Okay. I did the Castiel on mm -hmm. Thursday, and then I also did it Sunday again. So, Luke, I think um, if you can go ahead and talk us through kind of like what was your thinking behind your what your, your cosplay was this year, I think we're going we're gonna to probably be seeing some of your pictures up on screen as they go by. So who were, were you on the first day? Uh, the first day, well, I did the Castiel just for a second, but I don't know. If yeah, they showing. have Castiel up on the screen okay. right now. Yeah, we did that Thursday night. It was kind of just a brief one. What show is he from? Supernatural. Right. And one oh, of my Jim. worst moments of That's cos... That's your tie, actually. Oh, Jim. No, no, I know the answer to that. I'm just saying <laughs> oh, it for the benefit one. of okay. the we viewing audience. We were supposed audience. to go to this awesome party, you sounded so but convincing. we didn't know when it actually ended. Okay, wait. We're so going to go through the lows of Comic-Con, and <laughs> the, that was one of my lows. All right, Luke, who's, what are we seeing on screen right now? Mm, it's uh, you and... 
Okay, that's, oh, yes. that's me as uh, Abraham from Walking Dead, which was a fun little costume. I made a bat of Lucille that actually went on my head, and then actually we, we got on the sci-fi show of the, mm-hmm. the Comic-Con Live. And I think in doing. just a second we might be able to see yeah, that. But... we have a little video clip of that. Yeah, so they're going to... Um, but what's cool is, like, uh, what was interesting about this stupid bat that he had... and. And t- actually, you know what? They're going to go ahead and play the video if you want to just... Oh, okay. I- oh, Abraham got it in your... Do so somebody with it. No, I saw that. Abraham got Lucille, apparently. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, good stuff. Norman Reedus and Stephen And they're there pointing out Luke. That's awesome. Oh, that's nice. Way to be recognized, Luke. And there's Luke standing behind him right there. That's Adam Scott. He looks so pleased even though he's so, dying. The thing that's so cool about this, we, we have um, our friend, I'd like to say a, a special thank to uh, Craig Tomashoff, who was one of the producers on the sci-fi show that they had daily on up on the Marriott Marquis. And he was able to get us onto the show, which uh, was great. And um, it was blazing hot up there. But we so we show up, uh, and they see Luke dressed as uh, Abraham with Lucille stuck on top of his head with all the barbed yeah, so wire. Yeah, pretty much just like moved me up to the front, and then they'd even move me into like certain shots. But yeah, it wasn't planned out that the people from the show would actually like talk about me, but they they ended up like saying a little something. And then if it's a little hard to tell in the clip, but yeah, when uh, Norman Reedus came out and Stephen Young, they actually like were like pointing and laughing. And here's a, a shot that is probably one of your highlights of the of the con. You and who? Oh, that guy. What's That's Chris? a really great Chris, uh, Pratt, Chris Pratt cosplay Pratt? right there. <laughs> Wait, which one is who? Anyway, not sure. But <laughs> so yeah, I dressed this? like uh, Owen from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, we we're at this little press junket thing, and then I just came up behind some guy doing a video interview, and then. Chris just got done, and then he pointed at me. He's like, oh, man, that's awesome. And then he's like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, can I get a picture? And he's like, yeah, man, of course. Like, he was, like, totally cool about it. And well, what was funny is we so were interviewing. my sister's kids. Oh, you sent it to your sister's kids? Yeah, we, were, yeah. we, we were interviewing Dave Patista. Drax. What's his last name? Dave Patista. Batista. Batista. Yeah. And he, come, and he comes up, and he points at Luke. What did he say to you? He's like, did you do that for Chris? Did you do that for Chris? What? Did, oh man! Yeah, just <laughs> happened to pick the right cosplay for that day. So it was it awesome. Was cool. I nice. get to meet Chris Pratt through it. So Elena, I think we're going to move on to, uh, to your cosplay. There's a picture of you up there. What is that? Yeah, that's a Pikachu. You couldn't have picked a better, more like a... <laughs> of the moment costume. Yeah, I tell you what, there were a lot of Pokemon at the convention. Yeah, everybody was. Everybody had their phones out, and especially on the phone. I like that you pronounced <laughs> yeah. it correctly, Derek. Yeah. Thank you. Pokemon. We got very excited because our room, there were two Pokestops right in the middle. So oh, we nice. were like, yes, every time we went back to the room. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, that was uh, an Ash versus the Evil Dead. They actually had a bunch of Ash versus mm-hmm. Evil Dead, and I get to do the wrap-up show here on After Buzz. Oh, do you? Our sister network. That's so cool. I wanted to check out all the Ash versus Evil Dead stuff, and they had where you could mm-hmm. be attacked Ash style. Uh, and oh, I also get to do the uh, Teen Wolf after show, and they had the Teen Wolf after party. So cool. uh, we got to go and check out the the Teen Wolf party at the cast there, and they did a little shout out. That's to cool. And what were you after buzzers? That was uh, Black Canary. Black Canary, very cool. Oh, we've gotten one to one of mine. And this is Derek. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is our Walking Dead. My sister dressed as Daryl. I dressed as Maggie, and my fiance Larry. We don't have her in the picture, but she went as Glenn. So we, you know, we gender swapped it all, and that's my really bad-looking wig. But we found this tiny Negan there in the convention center. <laughs> this kid couldn't have been older than about four, and apparently he loves Walking Dead. And he looked and pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, he, he, he had a great, great, 
And then we saw but, some picture of him later. Like he, they went to the Nerdist uh, mm-hmm. panel or something, and there he got a picture with Chris Hardwick. Oh, that's pretty cool. Awesome. That, yeah. And then this is me as in my Mulder cosplay that I. Similar to the one I used at WonderCon, except without the jacket this time. Explain the Mulder cosplay. Mulder, okay, well, if you have seen the X-Files, way back in the original run in the second season, there's one episode where, for some reason, it starts out with David Duchovny swimming laps in a pool, and his partner, while Scully's out of the picture for several episodes, he comes and gets him out of the pool and briefs him on the case. And speaking of briefs, speaking of briefs, you know, he's in a red speedo. And it's funny because like that picture just kind of circulated everywhere back in the 90s. So I played with that a little bit. And they put him back in the red speedos for yeah, the, during the, the new uh, X-Files, the new ones. Yeah, All right, it was funny. pretty entertaining. So I've got like the sort of suit type top with goggles and then red speedo instead mm-hmm. of regular pants and i think we have one more derek i think oh and oh go back though oh, oh that was that's a hipster harley quinn who she was maybe number seven or eight out of everybody there to actually figure out what i was oh really yeah okay and we have one more of you and your fiance yes that's us as nathan drake and lara croft okay yeah. on the steps so. yes a nice crossover romance so anyways <laughs> uh what did you guys think about the cosplay this year it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I did mine very last minute. I wasn't going to do anything. And then um, literally came up with the idea of Pika shoes, and it made me laugh. So I made a whole thing just because I thought the shoes would be funny. Nice. Wait, wait. Pika so shoes. It, what are you talking about? Just a pun. Instead of Pikachu, I made Pika shoes. So the, the shoes were actually the same furry fabric, but it had the yellow on the outside, and it was brown underneath. <laughs> so, so what were you to do? You yeah. make that a cosplay. That's pretty yeah. cool. So yeah. I did it in like two days before the con. Now, um, and before we move on to the next topic, were there any like like outstanding like events for cosplay that you guys that kind of just stand out to you? I know that they had the uh, the rave, wait, rave of thrones, and Hoder was there. Yeah. And that was apparently one of the biggest cosplay events of of the con this year. I didn't get a chance to see the masquerade. Did anybody see like who won? Mm-mm. Oh, that's not. That's not good. No, we all miss the masquerade. <laughs> Everybody missed the masquerade this year. Oh, yeah, and uh, they had the the dinosaur walk thing too. Oh yeah, they had the the T Rex walk along with the zombie walk outside. Um, and what's cool is if you guys could take a look at uh, the conguy dot com. Uh, we have the the Cheeseman Adventures in cosplay at San Diego Comic Con. So he was able to um, as Owen from Jurassic World, you know, do the whole. Whatever it is, a little like pose thing he did with all the raptors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. But I also did a lot of the typical, yeah, fold my arms, douchebag by the raptor kind of look. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of pictures of of us, and probably will be of Derek at some point. Right. Yeah. So go ahead and check out the uh, the conguy.com this week for all kinds of cosplay pictures. I know that your Twitter feed probably has all kinds of Twitter. (laughs) I mean, all kind of cosplay in it. So yeah, there was just tons of it. And what's kind of cool if um, go onto YouTube and just search for San Diego Comic Con 2016 um, cosplay videos and music videos. They made some pretty amazing music videos this year of all the cosplay and stuff. So we'll try to um, post some of that as well. I have to say too, shout out to Garage Effects because they made my Pokeball necklace and it's like my new favorite thing ever. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so you can check those out, Garage Effects on Instagram. They have amazing little 
things that they make. So. so let's talk about the panels. Let's talk about the okay. panels and like uh, what were your favorite panels and which ones did you wish you could get to. So let's go ahead and start with Tim. First time on the couch, Tim. Oh, first yes. time at Comic Con. Oh. So you kind of went crazy. You like I, Tim, like every morning he would grab his book. He would circle like twenty six different things that he was going to do on that day. I don't know how many of <laughs> them he like got. It was like Christmas. He was like yeah, <laughs> on the edge of the bed, like yeah. I kept looking for like, Oh, what should I go to tomorrow? Oh, this one looks nice. So, yeah. um, Tim, yes. What, what were some of your favorite pants? I'm trying to grab. I think I have the. I really somewhere. enjoyed. Uh, first, I geeked out with the Labyrinth comic book panel, which is like mm. the 30th anniversary or something. And um, with Boom Studios is doing a anniversary book. It's coming out soon. And um, got to meet a bunch of the people that are involved with that, and that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, just to give you some context of my uh, veracity, uh, <laughs> That's being a, word being a filmmaker and uh, interested in animations and whatnot, I really enjoyed me going to the panels, meeting these people, and then kind of stalking them at the small press tables and their <laughs> stalking. Uh, yeah, and uh, what's small press and what's the other one? Artist oh, the, the Alley. Artist Alley. Ar Artist yes. Alley. Yeah, that's pretty much where I lived most of the time. So, uh, my advice to people out there that you know, are interested in filmmaking and animation and comics and maybe if they're trying to come at it from a different angle, this is a really cool place to meet people that are A players and those are the kind of people you want to get to know, become friends with, and then, you know, keep in contact. Next thing you know, two, three years later you're making an animation. So what was your so. purpose of who you who are you trying to seek out? Um, people that maybe could help with an illustrated book I'm working on. It's mm -hmm. sort of a precursor to a film concept. It's another way of showing the, the idea. Because, you know, with film, everybody knows there's so many moving parts. And even with animation, there's a lot of moving parts. But you're, you can do more than you can do in live action. So that excites me. Because a lot of my ideas are spawned from a place of where a lot of this content is in, at Comic-Con. You know, well, I mean, obviously there's... Uh, Luke Cage, but then there's also Sonic the Hedgehog and you know, all kinds of random stuff that you mm -hmm. can find. I found the guy that um, did the old DuckTales comics mm -hmm. for like 30 years, and I re used to read those comics with Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and got to meet him, and he's doing an original comic called um, Frostlings with him and his wife. So, But he's like the Disney comic guy, and he's the style is all there, and it's just cool to sort of go into those little crannies of your childhood and find that inspiration again. It really got me thinking about comics, and I started making a comic when I got home. So Yeah? Because <laughs> oh. it's like instant. You can, come, you can come up with the ideas. It's like storyboarding in a way, but you can, it's even more... Um, it's, it's just more accessible and fun to look at than a storyboard because yeah. it's like the thought bubbles. You can get an idea for the story without having to spend thousands of dollars and... You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. risk a lot to try to make a movie, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Anyway, that was my that's my take on it. That is your take. All right. You also went to like Cartoon Voices and other things like that too, right? Yeah, yeah. I went to some other ones, just kind of the ones that were more for fun. Yeah. But the <laughs> but the whole time I'm thinking very much like who can I meet that you know I can work with one day. You know, right? And I can get the budget to work with them. <laughs> so yeah, Elena. What was? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. We were talking beforehand, and if I were to ask yeah. you what your favorite panel was, you would say? I didn't go to a single panel this entire time. <laughs> I know. This is the first time yeah. I never went to a panel That's at all. Crazy. 
Yeah. I know. Didn't Is there any you're one? very disappointed in missing? You know, surprisingly, not really. Like, I went in with, like, a whole list of panels that I was determined that I was going to go and see. And then other things just kept coming up. And everything that I ended up going and doing, I thought was awesome. So, good. I don't feel like I missed out Such as? Uh, like, the Suicide Squad takeover mm-hmm. was pretty incredible mm-hmm. at the Hard Rock. There were a bunch of off-sites. And we're going to talk to. about some of the off-sites yeah. in a second. Because they're, they're <laughs> pretty think, overwhelming. <laughs> it was overwhelming. I, I yeah. could not believe the number of off-sites they had this year. But, okay, since... You probably didn't. You have no vo- opinion on this one. Derek. Um, I'd say my favorite panel that I went to was The Man in the High Castle. Okay. Um, it was kind of low-key and a little... You know how the show, in some ways, the the acting is kind of understated and it's all muted tones in the color scheme, and that was kind of the tone of the panel, too. All the actors, the way they sound in the show is the way they sound in real life, except for the ones who are British and have a different accent. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very... I guess you'd say it cerebral because they were talking about the issues of the show and the themes and they were talking about the production and just the concept of it and how things might play out in that world and what the other parts of that world might look like. And it was all really fascinating and not just uh, fandom questions relating to just pop culture things. Do you know what I mean? Or like, you know, fans fawning over how hot an actor is, but it was more about like the actual content. Mm -hmm. And I found that really interesting. And also I was impressed with just how humble people acted on the panel too. They kept over and over again talking about just the production team and how the show got nominated for an Emmy for production design. And they were talking about just how hard people work and the attention to detail and the amazing craft that goes into that instead of just talking about the work that they themselves did. And I thought that was just really cool. Besides the fact that I love the show, and then got to see some cool preview stuff for it. That I, I yeah. admit, that's a show I haven't seen yet. Okay, real quick, real, oh. real short blog line. What is that oh. show about? Okay, it's an Amazon Prime original, right? And it's it's based on a Philip K. Dick novel. The concept is what the U.S. would look like if we had lost the Second World War. Okay. okay. So the eastern half of the U.S. is ruled by Germany. The west coast is ruled by Japan, and there's kind of a no man's land around the Rockies. And the characters in the show are kind of caught up in this whole resistance movement. And there's this secret film reel that seems to show Japan actually surrendering. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows where that came from, but they're trying to smuggle these tapes through. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that sounds sounds great. (laughs) Cheeseman. Yeah, uh, well, I started out really good on going to panels on Thursday. But then I looked back and I'm like, wow, I really didn't go to as many things I did some of the off-sites, like the sci-fi thing we mentioned, but the ones I did see were pretty cool and kind of like made up for missing a lot, but uh, one of the cool ones I saw was uh, Bates Motel. That was like an awesome one to be at. That was one of my favorite, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, probably my favorite one to be at. I saw the Luke Cage panel, I saw the Teen Wolf one, and we went to like see our guys at the full-time work on a part-time schedule. That's always Mm -hmm. nice to see them. And then, yeah, just to go back to the Bates Motel one real quick, which is one of my favorites, uh, they revealed some stuff on there, some new new things. I don't Wait, know how much I want to spoil, but I also just wanted to quickly say that um, three of the actors will be directing episodes on the final season of Bates Motel. This mm-hmm. It is confirmed. This will be the final season. So the character of Norman, of Sheriff Alex, and Dylan, those are the actors that will be directing episodes. So you'll definitely have to look out for those. Which is kind of it's kind of cool that they're allowing the the actors to kind of flex their directing muscles there. Yeah. Um, and let's give everybody a five second spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. I can't say it. Spoiler warning. Yeah. So it was very cool to be in that panel because that was one of my favorite panels of the of 
of the weekend too. And Vera Farmiga, who plays okay. Norma. Again, okay. spoiler warming. Uh-oh. I'm not listening. Uh-oh. I don't want to hear it. Oh, we're not going to no. say it. Okay, are you completely? Yeah, I'm not listening. Not caught up. It... Let's just say <laughs> that she was very, 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 very sad. All right, done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to go there. But anyways, but yeah, the they revealed that, that they're, there, yeah. yeah, they're the big news was that they're going to bring a new character in. Who? And eh, I'll, let you, I'll let you do this one. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, but Rihanna. They're bringing Rihanna in to play, um, who's Janet the, Lee's character. Janet but... Lee's character who gets killed in the shower, which is, hmm. I just want to say, in my opinion, stunt casting, in my opinion, not a good idea, but maybe she'll do okay but maybe she'll be good but i I, I was kind of hoping for more of like a like a well-trained like almost like an oscar actress that's doing a television show just for one season mm-hmm. that would have been awesome though yeah because you get some really amazing actors in or that margot show, right? robbie I mean... would have been nice too <laughs> she's busy she's busy i guess <laughs> with other things but speaking of spoilers yeah i definitely recommend don't go just be careful. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. But anyways, Spoiler yeah, alert. I went to Last Man on Earth, and I'm not currently caught up on that. And then they just uh, kept saying, like, oh, this person dies, or this person's pregnant. I'm like, uh, should I, I get out of here? Uh, I, I don't It's driving me crazy. I'm not caught up. And there the were first year I ever went to Comic-Con, I was not caught up on Dexter. And, like, the whole Comic-Con there, it's like you were seeing signs everywhere that said, Sis walked in. That was awkward. <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh, man. I know. And, like, we just kind of, we were preparing for something else. We were we were doing the, the Marvel the Marvel, press, um, yeah. the Marvel press, press line. And so we had, like, 20 minutes. We said, let's run down. I wanted to see the last Man on Earth panels inside the Indigo Ballroom. And the Marvel thing was upstairs in the top floor of that. And so we ran down and... No more than ten minutes in there, we found out this person died. This person died. This person's pregnant. And I'm like, what? Yeah. They I, yeah. They look kind of just yeah. like all spoilers. Like you just have to know everything already when you go yeah. because. Yeah. Which is why some panels I just didn't bother trying to get into. Besides yeah. the fact that they'd be really crowded, because I got behind on a couple shows this year and yeah. I. I did yeah. laugh <laughs> super hard when I got to our hotel at the Marriott Marquis and went to hit our floor number. And the door holding button mm-hmm. oh, was, was just a picture of Hodor that somebody had <laughs> glued on. It's like, yes. oh, that has to happen at Comic Con. I love Comic Con. Yeah. It's just my people, <laughs> my people. But um, oh, so go should ahead. we mention that we get to see uh, the Killing Joke? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, because I did not. Get to you see it. didn't. You weren't there. That's right. We tried but to. We we're in line, and then they're like, "Well, it doesn't look like we're gonna get in." There was like three hundred people in front. What of night us. was that? Oh, what night was that? That was Friday. Was it Friday? Was it Friday night. I have forgotten already. But I, I remember like seeing it was Friday. It was, it was Friday because we went to the Nerd HQ party. No, okay. that was Saturday. That was Saturday. Anyways. Anyway, I saw it, and uh, and it was it was good. Um, like I had not read the comic, but Lara had my fiance, and so she was comparing it to that, and we were discussing it. It was and our friend Greg to, went with you as well. Yes, Greg and of course my sister. All mm-hmm. four of us were there. But, yeah, it was well done. It was interesting. And uh, there was the whole talk beforehand before they started it, and that was kind of cool. And Mark Hamill couldn't actually be there, but he phoned in. Yeah? So there was this whole phone conversation, and he was like, oh, i got somebody else here who wants to talk to you. And he slipped into the Joker voice. That's cool. So that was cool. <laughs> nice. I mean, it would have been more awesome to actually see Mark Hamill in person, but the fact that he would call, you know, that counts. <laughs> That's cool. And I have a question. Since it was such an adult nature film, did mm-hmm. they did they clear the room of the kids? Or how, how, how did they handle that? Um... I'm trying to think. I don't remember seeing a lot of kids there. I think they yeah. tried to put that information out a bit. 
because I mean it was kind of known that it's an R-rated animated right. movie. Um, Does it actually have a rating at this point? Yeah, it's rated mm-hmm. R. Does, okay. Yeah, and it, and I, personally, I wondered if it needed to be rated R if it could have been PG thirteen, but I think most of it was for the violence and more the conceptual idea mm-hmm. of the violence because you know the Joker just is dark. Yeah, yeah, and he does some very dark stuff mm-hmm. in that. Um, one of my favorite panels, and it, who was here for our Comic Con? The the panels we hope to get into. I, I think it was just me and Cheese. No, wait, you were not here. Derek, you were here. Yeah, I think so. Was just was it the last show? That the, was the only one last show. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who was here. Ben, where are you? I was here ben. for the very last one. Ben yeah. was here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I I let it be known at that time that I was dying to get into the Battlestar Galactica panel, the Richard Hatch annual Battlestar Galactica. Did panel. you make it this time? I made it. Oh good. Yay. I was so excited. I finally got into it, and not only that, afterwards that same day, I think it was the same day, I got to go down and and I got an autograph with him. That was. Uh, I think that was Saturday actually. All my days are running together. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so I got to meet him, talk to him. I explained to him my dilemma of my how every year that I have a room full of lazy people that won't get their butts out of bed, so I always miss this panel. But this year I was downtown. I could get up and go myself. you always get up so early. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, early is like 11. But um, but I, I, I sacrifice and get up early for his. Nice. And I asked him, I said, why are you always the first thing in the morning? He's like, I know, I'm trying to change it. They always mm-hmm. put me there. But it was a really good panel. He was talking about the the movie. Universal's developing a movie version of Battlestar Galactica. He was talking about mm-hmm. the series and had some people come on. And he even went into um, a lot of detail about... I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with... Um, he was involved with a Star Trek fan film called Axanar. And yeah, it's, I've heard about it. I it's, but it's all professional actors. Mm-hmm. And they put it together, Paramount... And I don't want to get too much into it, but Paramount has put a stop to to them, or they are they're oh, they important did. about it. They they did, but then they didn't. But then not, so Star I, Trek is known to be very open for fan films. Yeah, yeah. but they used to always take like fan submissions for scripts mm-hmm. and story ideas mm-hmm. for the series. Yeah, which is how some of the writers got their jobs mm-hmm. being writers on the show. But this year they they have now because of Axanar put out a guideline of what constitutes a fan film, and so you cannot have all these professional actors and so they're kind of being stopped mm. and he really went into great detail about it. It was super interesting. Um, but anyways, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I went to that panel. I'm curious what their um, motivation was for really putting a stop to it because it's hard to imagine that a fan film like that would take away from the business of anything else that Paramount would put out for Star Trek. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I would think they would not build more following. I know? mean, but it's still, it's like any of the... Mm-hmm. I, I liked, I saw the, the XNR short film that they put together and I hope they find a way to make it work well, so but they I, were able to show some of it yeah well, they did they showed some of it oh were hmm. you in there no i was not oh, okay but <laughs> it just knows this thing it just no but they well, were I, I thought to... putting a stop to it means don't show it throw it in the fire i think it's still online i i have to go look mm-hmm. for it but i liked the way they were going with it but i i kind of understand what if a studio owns a property they want to be in control mm-hmm. of that property yeah. but action art was all professional mm-hmm. actors professional special effects it wasn't just a fan film it was it, it was really well done. So I guess the lines can get gray when you're dealing with people yeah. that know what they're doing. And well, these actors. days, like more and more fans actually know what they're doing. Yeah. And when you can film something on an iPhone and have it look like it's professional quality, you, mm-hmm. yeah, it does blur the lines. <laughs> so another um, one of my my absolute favorite panels was Luke Cage. That I did not think I was going to be able to get into that, but thank you, um, 
our, our friend Nathan, who um, works with the with the MTV t- team there, he was able to get us into the MTV, what was the show before the that? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Which uh, they did announce that that would be their final season. Final yeah. season of Teen Wolf, yeah. A lot of sad people. Yeah. Were, they, I guess, I for some reason, I thought that was... But it seemed like a tight-knit group and people that really yeah. were having a lot of fun with the show. And fans really reacted strongly to that. Yeah. I mean, because this is season six, is their final mm-hmm. season. And so that was a big, a big announcement for them. And then we were able to stay on through to Luke Cage. And... um. First time that Netflix has ever brought Marvel shows to Comic Con, it was great seeing uh, the whole cast came out. Um, Shane from Walking Dead, what is that guy? John Bernthal, because he's playing the Punisher. He actually showed up to talk about his character, the Punisher. They're doing it, doing a series on that as well. We got to see the the trailer for um, Luke Cage. I am blanking. Well, anyways, well, the, and they also announced Iron Fist. Iron Fist, that's the one. Yeah, I'm blanking on. They announced Iron Fist. You saw a short trailer on that, and then you saw the saw the teaser trailer for the Defenders. All yeah. of it, so awesome. So I was really glad to see that. That was uh, that was probably my second. Yeah. Netflix is panel. doing a great job with all those shows. And I hope Netflix Marvel comes back and... to Comic Con. I really do. This was mm-hmm. a, a great a great panel. What else? What Tim, what's another panel that you hit that you really liked? Yeah, I'm trying. I was just thinking that. I was afraid you were going to look at me. <laughs> wait, wait. Luke's got some. Luke, what's another panel that you liked? No, I was I was trying to help him think. Oh, I did a panel um, with the illustrator and comic book um, writer, Jonathan Case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's actually, I first saw him at the panel, the Labyrinth panel, and he did a, a story about the goblins and that. There's a bunch of different Labyrinth stories in that book. And this guy, Jonathan Case, um, he's a really cool guy, uh, really down-to-earth, really talented artist. Um, and he had a panel all about sort of how he got started in comics. And he was initially um, a filmmaker. Actually, he was into plays, and then he started doing film. And, um, yeah, it was just really interesting. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> Other than it was just cool that, like, he's, he was very much a self-starter. And, like, he did a graphic novel called Dear Creature. Um, and yeah, he's kind of off. No, the I like that you were hitting those panels because one of the things that that you were doing, which I I I try to do and I encourage people to do, is um, it, don't get all caught up and you have to be going to Hall H or Ballroom Twenty. This year it wasn't quite as bad except for Saturday, but if you get and some people love it some people that is what they come to comic-con for but um you can get caught up in going into those rooms and you miss the entire convention of some of the smaller panels this the stuff like you were mentioning the, the artists the writers the 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 behind the scenes stuff that you don't really get anywhere else and i think doing doing it that way is almost more fun than doing these giant panels yeah i mean i haven't done that i haven't not done it the other way mm-hmm. but i i look at the other way and i see long lines by the harbor and like sleeping in a tent and yeah i don't know i'm just more interested in meeting people and mm-hmm. anyway well a good segue into the off sites was yep. comic-con comic-con hq which right. was they had a lot of cool stuff going on they brought like a lot of like big celebrities and different people from different shows out like we saw dave Franco and Emma Roberts and some of the Power Rangers, different people. They had bringing all on. the Power Rangers, just like right there, there yeah. just uh, right by the Indiegogo and right there by the. It's the, the Fox Grill. You know where the Fox Grill is inside the Hilton Bayfront. Fox Sports, yeah. like Fox right Sports there. Grill, right outside there. They set up this as an outdoor stage, and and you got a free movie from going there too. Oh wait, wait, wait. I got it right here. I signed <laughs> up for Comic Con HQ, so I got John Wick. <laughs> A movie I've never seen, actually. So I don't know if I'm excited. Has anyone seen this? I have not. Tim? I, I know there's a line that goes, that was no man. 
That was John Wick. <laughs> and then he gets shot. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me. I don't know. I mean, he kills a lot of people. That's all I know. Yeah. I'm looking oh, forward to seeing it. <laughs> I know. Sorry. But Set the alarm. Comic-Con HQ is, was the outdoor um, free panels for anybody who wanted to come down and check, check it out. They were ha- basically a little mini convention they were having. Com- Comic-Con HQ is the streaming service that Com- San Diego Comic-Con um, International is um, offering all year long. I signed up. It's only five bucks a month. And it's actually pretty cool. They have the Con Men. Con Man. Wait, Con Man. Uh, Nathan oh, Fillion and, and Helen Tudyk, their series will be uh, streaming on there. They're doing season two right now. They have a lot of other things on there. Some cool. They're going to be showing a lot of the panels on there. So it's something cool. I encourage you to try it out. Um, but the thing that was interesting, because you, let's go ahead and talk about the offsites. You cut. You segued into um, Comic Con HQ, the offsite. There was also the Entertainment Weekly Con X offsite, and a number of offsites that I heard this year had fantastic uh programming but there were times you could just walk right in and they weren't packed and i think it was there was something that happened this year that really depressed the crowds outside and that was this heat wave that hit us yeah it was it was a heat wave to beat all heat waves like i remember when i was talking about and i'm going to turn this over just a second but i was talking about um on friday i was so excited on getting into the indigo ballroom to see you know rick and morty um robot chicken and all the cartoon network stuff I gave up because it was too hot outside and the line was too long. It was just, it was overwhelming almost, you know, how hot it was out there. So, anyways, and let's that talk. That was the same day we were doing the sci fi offsite as well. Yeah, right? we did the sci fi. Oh, that's right. We did the sci fi offsite, which was on top of the roof. And Tim, you were there at the sci fi thing, yeah, but you, you had was, to take off and get out of the sun. I was and... trying to hide in the back, and they're like, we prefer people to be in the front. Like, yeah, where the sun is. <laughs> I was well, front well, row. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right. Will but, Arnett is going backstage yeah. whenever he gets the chance. Yeah, or was exactly. it not Will Arnett? It was um, the it was other Will. Will. It was, it was no, Will. because there was Will Forte who was on the show. Remember? Well. I had it right. Yeah, Will, Arnett. Arnett. Right. Yeah. Will, Will Forte Arnett. was fighting the with the weird Will Arnett. Is the of the voice By the way, can I just say the Batman Lego trailer was really funny? Oh. Yeah, that does look awesome. <laughs> oh. Robin is like the weird little son. Can we go back? Before we jump into offsites real quick, we do have to mention that um, on Saturday, Hall H was worth it. If you could get into Hall H, they had the Warner Brothers uh, DC mm-hmm. movies in the morning, which apparently blew everybody away. And what were the trailers we got out of that? Um, Justice League, Wonder Woman, um, just a whole slew of trailers. And then they had, at the end of the day, Marvel, which had 35 cast members across all Marvel Universe on stage. And that was the night that we were able to, to do the press line. But let's talk about um, the offsides. This is where you kind of excelled a little bit because you did no panels. What were some of your favorite offsides and favorite parties? The Suicide Squad thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. That one was really cool. That was super interactive. Uh, I didn't do the VR. They, there was tons of VR everywhere this, this yeah, year. Yeah, that was the big thing this year. For everything. And it was a three or six hour Virtual reality. And it was, yeah. yeah, and it was just like tons and you. tons of people waiting in line for these things that I thought was funny because the Teen Wolf Party, they had them, but they would just give out like for free the VR boxes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know that they're just going to put these on the internet yep. weeks later yeah. and you can just watch them. So why are you waiting for six hours to do it right yep. now? But I, I was playing with AR the whole time anyway. So Yeah. Pokemon, right. catching Pokemon, Pokemon Go, augmented uh, reality. This is the this was the year of Pokemon. Let's just put it that it way. Yeah, I mean so, your, your cosplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, augmented reality and virtual reality was just mm-hmm. everywhere. 
Um, but yeah, the Suicide Squad thing was really cool. You got to make your own custom Harley Quinn tattoo at the Harley Quinn tattoo shop. Oh, that's pretty cool. So mine is Elena the Assassin. <laughs> and then nice. you just, yeah, so you can use water and put it on. Nice. Um, but they had tons and stuff that they were giving away too. And just even they had branding for everything. Samsung was just... Mm -hmm. blowing it up for that event they wanted it to look really really good so it was really cool it was, you know a lot mm -hmm. of the things i feel like were kind of glorified photo ops in yeah. some ways like a lot of the offsites you would get up to things and that was kind of what it was mm -hmm. but um but that's fun did it, yeah they're fun like did you FX make it over to um nerd hq I a little bit of nerd hq mostly the uh, outside out on the green i did like mm -hmm. the adult swim on the green right uh, and did the Adult Swim Carnival, but it was so sad because Rick and Morty were my friends and I are huge, huge fans, and all we wanted was this Mr. Poopy Butthole Pillow, <laughs> and it was like, and it just these grown adults having their hearts ripped out because we waited in line and we got up to the front and they were out, uh. and we were just like Mr. Poopy Butthole Pillow, and I was like, God, I did see some impressive cosplay of Mr. Poopy Butthole. There was a I lot. Mean, there was one guy who got up in line at the panel to ask a question, and he was dressed in this full costume that was like foam, so it really just looked like him. And his question was, "Why, Beth? Why?" <laughs> and then I saw another That's guy amazing. just out on the street who had like a kind of like a yellow morph suit with the hood and everything, and his face just painted yellow. Yeah. With the, yeah, with the outfit on top of that. That, that was, was pretty, pretty impressive. cool. They yeah. had, yeah, they had tons of cosplayers out there mm -hmm. too, and that one was a lot of fun. They I had saw a you pouring drinks at things. the It's Always Sunny bar. You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. That was really cool. FX had a huge thing set up, and they have um, the new like Son of Zorn or whatever thing. They had oh, yeah. it all mm -hmm. queued up, which was really cool. They had this big, um, almost like a obstacle course mm -hmm. thing that you could jump off of and seeing all these people dressed like superheroes like leaping through the air onto this giant oh, inflatable on oh, the giant I mean, yeah. oh I was wondering what that. Of they photo would, ups. Yeah. yeah they would like climb up and it was so funny because one of our friends was Harley Quinn and she climbs up the whole thing like is posing each time and then like leaps off the side of the thing it was I was surprised they were letting people do it was a, one of those uh, giant stuntman things that catch you the big mats the giant one and people were climbing up what 50 feet in it the air it was huge and taking Probably, a, oh, a leap that. <laughs> I was like wow that's a little bit of a liability but yeah. all right that was but cool. it was funny the always sunny bar mm -hmm. they had set up was actually a water bottle refill yep. station mm -hmm. so it was really Didn't clever that. yeah that's cool so mm -hmm. because it was so hot and they wanted yeah. everybody to be hydrated they had really cold filtered water and they That's had, yeah, barbacks there. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went up to the, we bellied up to the bar, all right, and it was water. We're like, ah, okay, we'll take a little, it. Like, pop -up, no, a little pop-up pop -up plastic cup, cup yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, what about you? Were there any off-sites that you particularly liked? I think we pretty much talked about them. I mean, with the Nerd HQ, too. Nerd HQ. Kind of, well, what was cool about the Nerd HQ, though, the on Saturday night, the party? Well, it was just like a, Zachary Levi was there, and he was just mm -hmm. like, totally in it like almost like it was like new year's eve counting down the rest of the <laughs> yeah. comic con he was up like dancing on stage like by himself and then he was also there with uh josh sweden and yeah like, they I, were like i saw josh sweden like four yeah. times yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, he was like down on the dance floor mixing with everybody yeah. I, I i could have kissed him if i wanted to i was that close the <laughs> hq party thursday apparently my friend took the mic from zachary levi and they were singing together and we nice. were like what that's awesome. <laughs> Supposedly, like, Abraham from Walking Dead was back there, too. Our friends yep. Krista saw him and said he was actually kind of... 
serious guy just kind of yeah. sitting in the back. Our friend Krista and, her, and our friend Marie, they yeah. drove up just for the Nerd HQ. Yeah, they got backstage from, too from LA. she used to work on Chuck, so yeah. they had like yeah. the time of their life. Yeah, when um, Lara and I got in, we walked by Krista talking to Zach, and we tried to tap her on the shoulder. She, she tried to get us backstage too, yeah, but yeah. he was like, oh, sorry, we can't let any more of it back. <sighs> Maybe if you were in the Maggie wig. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I was say you're the wrong. Gender. If I had some better cosplay going right then, maybe if I was still dressed as Molder, mm. you know. Hey Zach, if you're, if, if you're if you're watching, we we can get in. We can get in. We'd love to be in there. I mean, <laughs> they had a blast. Though. I mean, that was a yeah. good, that was a good part. Did you do any of the panels though, over at Nerd HQ this year? You did last no. year, right? I mean, we tried, of course, when stuff went on sale, and it just psh, they're gone super fast. We did do uh, not conversations for a cause, but the uh, photo booth there, mm-hmm. uh, smiles for smiles. Right. Um, we got in line because it was Ryan McPartland and. Uh, Adam Baldwin, mm-hmm. which um, like as we got up there, we were the very next people to go, and Adam Baldwin left, so we didn't get to get a photo with him. But we got it with Captain Awesome, which he's like two feet taller than me. It was fun. Well, another um, offsite that we went to, uh, not an offsite, but a party, was on Wednesday night, preview night. We got to go to Game of Bloggers. Uh, Tony Kim, his uh, Crazy for Comic Con uh, website, he hosts this every year. Well, this is the second year he had it, and there were probably what. 200, 300 people from the different blogs and websites mm-hmm. and everything around town. And that was really cool. He was launching his new line of clothes, and we'd like to have Tony on eventually to talk about it. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool superhero coats and stuff. I I need to lose a few pounds before I can fit into his nicely fitted superhero coats, but they were really cool. But that was a neat place. Tim, you met quite a few people there at that Game of Bloggers thing, you know, because you were yeah. basically collecting cards. Yeah, I, yeah? I was. I, I, I ran into someone that was going to be a casting director for me until she got super overly busy. I was like, <laughs> hey, it's you. <laughs> I think it's uh, that geeky fashionista yep. is her um, label. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. But at at some point, I started getting really tired, though, at that part. <laughs> Tim checks out. Just yeah, quick, sometimes I check out. Yeah. But. yeah. And just quickly, a couple other two we went to. We went to the MTV party, mm-hmm. which is always fun because you get, like, a special badge. You get a, you get food and you get a free drink. So that's cool. And they have special guests there. They have the cast of Teen Wolf for people to meet as well and kind of like a little side thing and then later we went to a little party for what was it after buzz oh yeah something like that i guess we can't leave that one out so after Mm -hmm. buzz had had a cool party we all got together and um that was a lot of fun emma was there i don't think we saw you at the after buzz party but no i got there late oh that's Uh, right they they closed at 10 too just like that that was at the Uh, 1919 yeah 1919 yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was cool that was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to meet everybody up there what was neat and um i felt so important some people that actually watched the show we had (laughs) some people from a guy from mexico that came up to just to to greet us that was really cool that that made me feel good um But let me talk about one party I did not get to go to. So I'm going to go ahead and segue into the things that hurt me Uh-oh. about Comic-Con this year. And one well, of it before was... Before we leave parties, I do oh, have yeah. to say the Geek and Sundry pop-up party was the best thing that I did in oh, the entire event. Oh, you were showing event. us the video, yeah. yeah. So, but go ahead. Where, where, oh, you, you won't remember where the, the club is. Like No. Okay. <laughs> so we're in the Gas Lamp District. But um, And I meant to say that the Geek and Sundry panel is one of my favorite panels as well. I had a lot of fun on that panel. And... Um, or watching that panel with Felicia Day and the whole crew. Uh, so, any other parties? Any other things? Anybody want, wants to mention anything? Oh, we got to attend the um, Disney's D23 event. They had a party there, so we got to tag on the back end of that. That was kind of fun right there inside the Hard Rock Hotel. But tell them about your big disappointment. Okay. So, the one party, those of you who are watching, you saw that I was super excited about going to. It's called... Um, 
the supernatural carry on my wayward cocktail party um I like that show. It's a fun show. It's a, but the fans that like that show are great. So I decided, you know what? Everyone in my room, I'm going to buy them a ticket. We're going to go to that show. So I paid out like over 200 bucks, And we said, you know what? The show, the party goes till midnight. So we're going to go to... Wait, we had like three parties at night. Yeah, All we went knows, to the MTV, the one was the After Buzz. And then we're going to hit that one, then go to the Boom Studios. Which we did one, make. Which we did but make. So, we, so, the only so at we 10 o'clock, we went one. to the uh, Supernatural party right as the doors were closing. I said, oh, wait, what's going on? Oh, the party ends at 10. Let's just say that I was not a happy camper, and, and it took a while for me to recover from that. I mean, 200 bucks, that's but crazy. But those two puppets kind of eased it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like we sh showed a picture of Luke tonight dressed as Castiel, and he had Sam and Dean on both sides of him, you know. For doing, the fans you know, doing outside. The fans. And it was happen. fun. It's okay, but, you know, I've learned my lesson in that. But it was cool. We got to go to the Boom Studios, had like um, a happy hour until two o'clock in the morning over mm -hmm. at um the hilton bayfront which was kind of a, a fun thing to do that yeah, i really enjoyed that any other parties because we was need that the second floor of the hilton yeah well, i didn't so... even realize that was a boom studios thing well the first night was on well not the first night on thursday night it was remember when we met all the boom studios guys back there yeah they were hosting uh... that with the other two thousand people that were there and that's and weird because the... then i ran into other boom studios people the mm -hmm. next night there that i didn't know the first night but I knew in the second night, so that worked out. And just a bit of <laughs> advice for those of you who are who are trying to meet people in the comics industry and in the entertainment industry, um, booms uh, the bars of Hilton Bayfront and the Marriott Marquis are great places to do that. That's where the industry hangs out. Now, as we close, everybody grab what you got from Comic Con. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of cool. Now, Luke, this is yours. You want this? So we are wrapping up. One of the best things about Comic-Con is that you get a lot you of exclusives. That, that was in the Hasbro line, which was a very difficult one to get. Our friend Greg yeah. waited in line. This is for my friend Jake Jerley. This is a shout-out to you, and this is for you. Yep, this, this is, is the uh, Kylo Run Hasbro exclusive figure. Um, here's the base. This is a really cool thing. These were very hard to get. They debuted at Star Wars Celebration in London, and then... And then Entertainment Weekly featured them, and um, that's kind of cool. What's I got name? this for a friend of a friend who's overseas with the Army right now, so I said, yes, of course I'll buy that. And this was for my friend Dustin. These are uh, vinyls of the Inside Out soundtrack with the different characters on each one. Look mm -hmm. what you get. That's cool. I got an old E.T. toy. I don't know when it came out, but I just saw it, and I wanted my own little E.T. It was like $15. I tried to bargain. I say I tried to bargain with these people. I bought cash. <laughs> Everything, but these people want to budge on ET, but it was only $15. And then, um, real quick, this is the thing that I was looking for when I was a little kid. I should collect these things yeah, called the yeah. Micronauts. Here's the side you want to see. Ouch. So this is the Micronauts Classic Collection featuring some of the uh, the figurines, that I, the he action figures. It. Well, it just yeah, takes so long to open. open. So <laughs> so this is what it looks oh, like. That's pretty cool. Whoa. Oh, wait, let's see the other side. It's yeah. kind of cheaply made right now, but we the action the figures are still though. cool. Also... Fight Club 2, I got the graphic novel nice. that I was looking for. Super stoked about this. By the way, this Micronauts uh, special, this is a Comic-Con exclusive that came with the uh, the Micronauts set. That was kind of cool. And, of course, I got John Wick. But, anyways, we do have to wrap up. Let me get this out of here. Um, we hope that you guys have enjoyed our wrap-up show. Basically, Comic-Con this year was a whole lot of fun. There was a whole... It was mainly good. It was mainly good. Um, there were tons of... One thing that we noticed this year, there are tons of off-sites. We wonder if that's a trend that's going to continue. It pulled a lot of people out of some of the lines so the lines weren't so terrible this year it was super hot we hope for a cooler year 
next year. But um, anything closing, we are closing. Anything else, the best thing that you guys saw at Comic-Con? Anything else you guys want to bring up real quick? Well, the floor was just awesome. We mm -hmm. kind of just got to, got to that at the end, but there's lots of companies there. They had, like, Walking Dead wax figures of all the characters. That was the, the best Hagen display. Scene. That was probably yeah. the best thing on the floor. If, if you haven't, you can look that up online. They have all sorts of stuff. We'll have a lot of this stuff all on the website. A lot of things we didn't get to. Over, over the next few weeks, about. yeah. A lot more visual elements and, yeah. And E.T. E. E. All right, we had such a blast. Thank you guys for being here. Tim, thanks for joining us yeah, this thanks, week. Guys. All right, you guys can find me. I am on, um, I'm Kongai Jim on Twitter. You can also find me all over the Kongai TheConGuy.com. Where can we find you? I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan Girl. Derek Sims at Conguy Derek. Luke Cheeseman at Conguy Luke. You can find me on Twitter or on theconguy.com. Check out our galleries. Tim Scott of TimScottFilms.com. And we're so happy to have you this week, Tim. And by the way, make sure you subscribe to the show here so you can always uh, see what we're up to. Don't miss a minute. All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Uh... <laughs> producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. Views expressed here to those of the host of the Popcorn Talk Network for its own as a principal.